All right, guys, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's going to be a great day today. I'm David Villa, and this is uh, Game Changer Daily Devo, and we're going to hang out together, have a good time, talk a little bit about the Lord. And uh, if you do me a favor, if you guys haven't already, I appreciate it. Maybe somebody that follows you, that's connected with you, might need a blessing this morning. And I believe that this word will bless them. I believe that we're going to talk a little bit about something that's going to be a blessing. We may have to talk about this again tomorrow morning. And I think that because partially I've uh, I preached a sermon on this. It's been, you know, a little while, but um, these are just the notes on this. And so, um, of course, um, I, we're not going to be able to cover that this morning, but I want to. It's all in my heart. It's all in my spirit. Dave emailed me the notes this morning, and I went, 26 pages. All right. I, I came I can't pull in the parking lot. Mike was like sawing a tree down <laughs> in the front because we had run out of paper. Before we jump into it really quick, I do want to give a shout out to um, uh, our AV specialist who did the new background behind you. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Ed. I just wanted Thanks, to give a quick yeah. shout out to him Appreciate before we it. jumped into it because it does look good now that I'm seeing it on screen. Yeah, man. It, it's it's uh, <laughs> Backgrounds are amazing because let me tell you something. It, it definitely helps in the morning. But, you know, it helps me look better than I would look without that background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, man, you know, um, <clears throat> going to talk about a subject that uh, I have a daily, I have a Devo <clears throat> NU version called "Get Out of My Boat," but it's an abbreviated version of this. It's uh, based out of the sermon as well, but even even doing, I think a five day, I think it was a five day, even doing five days, it didn't do it justice. I mean, this is a this is a really deep kind of dive into talking about God's will for your life. We're talking about destiny, right? This whole, this whole year. I mean, really that's what it's about, right? I think that, you know, um, one of the, if you haven't noticed, one of the themes of this, this cast is, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, God's plans for your life. And we're going to, we're going to give actionable steps. I think that hopefully can help you and I get there. Right. And, um, so I'm going to talk about somebody that, you know, uh, we're all familiar with, you know, and, um, and you know Jonah, and we've uh, we've mentioned him before. I think when I was on Chelsea's podcast too, we talked a little bit. Her and I talked a little bit about this. It kind of just morphed into it. This is so ingrained inside my spirit that sometimes you're getting nuggets and pieces of this periodically every week <laughs> or every day because it's just it's just something that I feel is intertwined with the path and the process towards uh, reaching the places that God has for you. And when you reach a place, when you reach a a season, so to speak, or you reach a, a field where maybe you go, okay, so listen, some things really transpired this year. This is the year where I, I saw some growth and I, man, I watched some fruit, you know, come my way. Then it, it then it's amazing because you're going to, you're going to enter another process and stretch yourself to another level. And God's going to bring new things into your life. He's going to, he's going to bring growth. And when that happens, there, the process starts all over. And so these are some things that I've just really picked up. And so uh, the story of Jonah, something that we've heard our entire life, right? Um, and we, we know that we call it Jonah and the whale, Jonah and the fish, right? And, and he, got, he got eaten by a giant fish. And uh, so J- in Jonah 2, and, you know, and, I know, and I kind of just paraphrase the story, Jonah 1, it just says that Jonah was told by God, go to, go to first verse, Mike. Jonah was told by God in a message, get up and go to Nineveh the great city of Nineveh. I mean, that's what God told him to do. And he said, I want you to announce my judgment against the people, you know, and, and I've, I've seen how wicked they are, and I want you to go, and I want you to deliver this message. And really, the reality is a couple of things. Just like you and I, right? I mean, we have, we have our idea of what God's 
plans for our life should be. We have our idea. And a lot of times, you know, those ideas could come from the things that God's spoken to us. I mean, a lot of times we're on the right wavelength and, and sometimes we're in waiting mode. But Jonah had, a, had his own idea and also fear crept in. So Jonah got up. He heard this word from God. And he, here's the thing I want to, you know, really talk about and, and kind of leave it the story here. Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction. <laughs> so Jonah heard God say, I want you to go to Nineveh. And this is why. And then Jonah got up and went the opposite direction. And, and so, and to, to get away from the Lord is what it said. Because so here's the thing. So if God convicted him, God, if, if God's speaking to you over and over about a destiny, about a plan, about a process, about starting something, about doing something, you know, about getting rid of something, about moving in a different direction, then I'm going to tell you that you can go as far as you possibly can go, but you can't get away from God's voice. And so Jonah got up and he said, I'm going to, I got, I got an idea here. I'm going to get away from God. I'm going to go to a place where I can't hear his voice. And how many know that God will speak to you at the depths of the deepest sea and at the peak of the tallest mountain? You can't dig a hole deep enough. You can't go into a cave that's, that's, that's soundproof enough. You know, you can't do it. And uh, you, there's no sound uh, muffling you know, uh, devices that, you know, you could walk and you could put those on and you, you could tune out everyone around you, but God pierces the very heart of men and women and you can't get away from it. So Jonah tried, right? And so, you know, the story, right? Jonah got up, he went the opposite direction. So he went to Joppa, this port. Okay. That he went down to the, down to the port. He's like, okay, I'm going to, how am I going to do this? I'm, I'm going to get away from here. So, I mean, he didn't, we didn't, you know, we didn't have airplanes and, you know, back then, and he couldn't just jo jump on a, on a 747 and, and fly somewhere. So he goes to the port and says, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I, the thing that I know that can get me as far away from here as possible. He gets on a boat, a ship, that was leaving for Tarshish. Okay, so Tarshish is not Nineveh. This, all, it, it really is irrelevant. Tarshish is irrelevant. Nineveh is irrelevant. Nineveh is where God told him to go. Tarshish is, is where he got on a boat, and that's where that boat was headed. So I'm going to tell you right now, there was a bunch of people on a boat whose destiny was Tarshish. So this is a story not about Jonah and a fish, okay? That's, that's one aspect of it, and there's a great, great story inside of that. This is a story about destiny. This is a story about God's will. This is a story about you and I doing what God's called us to do. And Jonah was called the Nineveh and the people on the boat were called to Tarshish. So Jonah didn't give a flip about Tarshish. He just cared about getting away from God. I want you to hear that again. Jonah didn't care. He didn't give a flip about getting about Tarshish. He didn't care about going there. He just cared about getting away from God. And so you have two, two groups of people or Jonah and a group of people that had two different destinies. So he bought a ticket, went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord, and there you go. They're off to the races, right? So you guys know the story. In case you don't, right, there was a, there was a big storm. God said, all right, we're going to play Jonah's game. <laughs> so there was a big storm. How many know that, you know what, you've gone through seasons and times where storms have been uh, evident, right? And so, so I'm going to talk a little bit about destiny. Everyone has a destiny. And so Jonah and these people are on the boat. They're headed to the people's destiny. Jonah's trying to get away from God. And then here comes a storm. It was a powerful storm. I mean, it just, it was, it blew the sea. It caused violence. It threatened to literally break the ship apart. Now that's a pretty big storm when the storm threatens 
to break the very ship apart. So here are these people headed to their destiny, right? Picked up a man named Jonah, said, yeah, you can go ahead and hitchhike a ride with us. Had no idea that he was running from God. He gets on their boat. He gets into their destiny ship, right? And they're going along. Then all of a sudden, a storm out of nowhere hits them. And it begins to threaten to tear the very vehicle that's carrying them to their destiny apart. So they begin to fear, right, for their life. The Bible says that that they were desperate. The sailors shouted. They begin to shout to their gods for help. And here's the thing. They begin to throw their cargo overboard to lighten the ship. Before I get into all of that, I'm going to talk a little bit about destiny. Everyone has a destiny. You have a destiny, right? And by the way, when I'm saying destiny, I mean, I mean, there's a deep destiny, but then I'm also talking about the things that God speaks to you on a daily basis. I'm talking as practical as starting that business or as practical as ending that business, as practical as leaving that job, as practical as, you know, it could be regarding relationships. It could be regarding your children. It could be regarding your finances, investments. It could be about anything, writing that book, starting that blog. I mean, it could be something that might seem simple or minuscule to someone, but is big for you. It's destiny. So, destiny doesn't have to be deep, right? It just has to be divine. It's divine destiny. Destiny doesn't have to be deep. It just has to be divine. And and that's something you need to remember because we always think destiny deep. Man, it's just like, oh, that's my destiny. Well, destiny is not always deep. Overall destiny, yeah. But Jonah just had, listen, this wasn't Jonah's like, God didn't say, I want you to do this for the rest of your life. I just want you to go here and deliver a message. Jonah could have done this, delivered the message. Revival could have broke out. And then God sent Jonah to the next level or the next part of his destiny, right? So everyone has a destiny and everyone has something that God's dealing with him about this year. The word of God comes to Jonah to declare unto him his destiny. God spoke directly to him and Jonah knew it because he wanted to get away from him. So it's interesting to know that the presence of the Lord, listen, the presence of the Lord goes before you to prepare your place of blessing. So God spoke destiny to Jonah, but he had already gone before. So God's already gone before you and he's already gone to the place where your the plan for his your life his plan for your life has already begun to happen. He's gone and fast forwarded into the future. He's looking at what that fruit looks like before you've even embarked upon the destiny. So God goes and sees this is the destiny I have for Jonah. So it's amazing how God goes before you and I, and he prepares a place of blessing. So as long, let me just say this, and this is something you might want to write down. As long as you're in the place, pursuing the will of God and the word of God over your life, you come into your place of blessing. I'm going to say it one more time because it's important. As long as you're in the place pursuing the will of God and the word of God over your life, you come into your place of blessing. God wants to bless you. But we struggle, and all of us do, with the will of God in our lives, right? And so there was a storm. Let's just talk about it for a second. There was a storm, right? When the sea around us is raging, right? And a lot of times, the lack of peace or smooth sailing, right? I and mean, we went through a year where we had a rocky year. We had a, a storm, right, in the year. I mean, some people lost their jobs. Some people lost their hope. Some people lost their, their, even their desire to get up and make things happen. Some people lost their joy. Some people lost their peace, right? So, but but at, the, at the best case scenario, people were rattled. People's foundations were shook. I'm going to tell you, in a storm, there's seas and there's waves raging all around us. So a lot of times, the lack of peace or the lack of smooth sailing is a result of having heard the will of God, knowing we're called to a destiny, but finding a ship sailing in another direction. Let me just say it this way. There's always somebody going in a direction away from the will of God in your life. 
There's always somebody going in a direction away from the will of God in your life. There's always a ship going in the wrong direction. But I want to I want to talk to you guys from not from the from the eyes or pers- not from the eyes or the perspective of Jonah today. Okay, we talked a little bit about Jonah, and I had to bring that in because really the story starts with him, and it's about destiny over his life. But I want to talk to you not from his perspective and not from his eyes, but I want to talk to you from the perspective of the people on the boat. So I want you. To, this is what the title. Someone's gonna have to get off my boat. <laughs> and when I say someone, I mean something, someone. You know, the stinking thinking, right? The 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 bad attitude right? The, uh, the, um, the lack of faith. I mean, whatever it is, right? Something's going to have to get off my boat. That enemy that, that plagues me, the thing that is, that is, that is hindering me from reaching and even pursuing and starting the destiny of God's destiny's path in my life, right? Or this current one, or this, this first quarter one, it could be this month's one. Again, not deep, but divine. Here's the deal. Something's got to get off my boat. Jonah goes out of the presence of God. In the, in the third verse, I said it before, Jonah rose up, went to Tarshish from the presence of God. He left the presence of God. So let me just say this, right? God is everywhere. How many know that we can try running from God and pretend that he doesn't know? Have you ever done that? How many, you, you can run from God and you can pretend like he doesn't know. Like I'm gonna run from God. I think, I think we've all been at that point. We've all tried to take, we've all tried to take off in the opposite direction now. <clears throat> at least once in our lives. Of course we have. That's what we, um, yeah, I mean, of course. You'll hear, you'll, you'll hear the voice and you're like, nah, I'm out. And just take off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. That's a clip, by the way, for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that, make sure you put some context around that. Somebody's like, what's that crazy guy doing? He's speaking in tongues or something? You know? So God is everywhere, right? But I mean, hey, look, we could try running from God and pretend that he doesn't know we're always in God's sight. We're always in his sight. But being in God's sight doesn't mean you're in his intimate presence. Come on, man. Hey. If I didn't like this new phone so much, I'd drop it like a mic. Here's the deal, man. Being in God's sight doesn't mean you're in his presence. Whoa, you heard that in my voice? The mic. Being in the sight, just because he can see you, doesn't mean you're in his presence. How many know that you can how many know that you can be in attendance and not show up? How many know you can be in attendance and just not show up? It's not the same thing. I'm thinking of that movie, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. So you can be in attendance, but you didn't show up. You can be in God's sight, but not in his intimate presence. So I want to point out, first of all, that Jonah promotes a deception that absolutely can come into our hearts at any time, right? It can cause us to believe that we can hear a word. <clears throat> hear God's word and choose to do it or not do it and we can go our own way and think the presence of God is still with us. Man, I've done that so many times in my life. Now there's a grace that God gives you and as 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 mankind conviction begin begins to deal with us, right? And we and we know it and every day and we're like, God, you know, forgive me. God, I'm sorry about that. Lord, forgive that unbelief in my life. And we we there's a grace there that covers it in God's presence. But I'm talking about blatantly getting up and walking the other direction and ignoring God's voice. We can pretend we can pretend that we can hear God's word, choose to do it or choose not to do it. And we can go our own way and think that God's presence is still with us. Let me, let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. We're in his sight. He loves us, <clears throat> but, but his presence is different. I'm talking about, we, we think that we can do that and his favor still be with us. I'm going to tell you, 
when I begin to take and put my hands on the plow of business, which is often frustration sets in, you know, I begin to see things through David's eyes. Then all of a sudden, as I begin to do that and I get out of balance, I get off the lane that God has placed there for me to go on. I'm going to tell you what happens. You begin just the, the tip of the edge of the left tire. I mean, I'm not talking about the whole vehicle gets out of the path in just that little bit that's not covered under his favor. I can feel it. You understand what I'm saying? I can feel it. And when I mean his presence, I mean his favor. I mean his, I mean his blessing. I mean his, the flow of God where, where, where it becomes easy because you're in his, you're in his path. Man, you guys got to know what I'm talking about. Amen? You got to know what I'm talking about. It's, and I'm, I'm going to just, I'm almost done, guys, with this opening here. So, well, opening slash whatever. So let's understand this. The presence of God goes before us to prepare a place of blessing. When you're in agreement with his will for your life. And so, you know, I, I, did, I just, I'm, we're going to open it up. We're going to definitely have to get into this tomorrow. I'm not even touching the surface. But when you go into a direction that is against the word of the Lord for your life, I believe this, you actually leave the presence of God. You actually leave. Samson did it. Samson laid his head in the lap of Delilah <laughs> and then, you know, and, and kept, you know, whispering sweet nothings. But here's the thing. He, he, it was about the source of his strength. And it was about the, the secrets, the secrets that God had put in his heart. And God, be, and, and so he gave up the source of his strength, but he didn't do it the first several times. He lied to her. And then when she did the things to him, which I never understood why the man couldn't figure it out, right? I mean, like he woke up, you know, she's like, oh, I'm just paraphrasing. I don't have the scripture in front of me. I, you know, he clipped my toenails, you know, really, really short. That's going to take my strength. He woke up, man woke up with no toenails, you know. They're like, oh, he's going to put his head right back in her lap. Well, <laughs> you know? how, did, how did I wake up with no toenails? Yeah, yeah. What the heck? So but eventually he continued to give, you know, his false secrets away. And he laid his head in her lap and then gave her the source of his strength and then woke up with no hair. With also got up, the Bible says, to shake, and he shook himself. And he said, and he didn't realize, he didn't realize until he was captured that the presence of God had left him. So Jonah goes out of the presence of God. He gets on someone else's boat. He doesn't belong there, right? He's a stowaway. <laughs> a stowaway is a person who travels illegally. <laughs> so I want you to identify real quick before we open it up. We'll, we'll open it up to you guys because we're going to have to get into this tomorrow. This is good stuff. You guys like it? If you like this, man, give me a little bit of love. Give me something. I hope I haven't put you to sleep. So I want to identify. I want you to identify with a person who owns this boat, okay? Not Jonah. Let's, let's identify with the people on the boat, the person who owns the boat. Here you are <laughs> on your way to Tarshish. You're on your way to your destiny when somebody who is out of the will of God jumps on your boat. And again, I'm not just talking about people. I'm talking about, man, most of the time it's not somebody. You go, man, I haven't had anybody in my life in a year, David. You're not, what are you talking about? And you're trying to figure out if it's, is it my mom? Is it my, well, you mentioned I just own one of my kids. And you're starting to figure out, like, you're trying to figure out who and it's what. It could be the thinking. It, it, it could be, it could be anything, the doubt. It could be, it could be the job. It could be the boss. It could be people. But I'm, I'm, think about it in respect to what, and, and also it could be big to you, small to someone else. What's big to you is big to you. What's small to you is, is small to you. But here's the deal. I want you to identify with this person. You're on your way to your destiny. Somebody who's out of the will of God jumps on your boat. The next thing you know, you're in a storm. The sea begins to work against you. You, you, you just minding your own business, headed the direction you're supposed to go, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in a storm. 
I'm going to tell you this, and we have to, we have to uh, open this up for some dialogue. Uh, to save themselves, and we're going to talk a lot about this tomorrow, they begin to throw stuff overboard. Like, here's this guy laying on the boat, and he gets up, and he's like, oh, it's me. You know, it's me, guys. Oh, oh, the storm? Yeah, it's me. I'm out of the will of God. They're like, no, no, no. And they grab their stuff. They grab their stuff and they start throwing it overboard. They're like, let me, let me take my gold and throw it overboard. Let me take my destiny and throw it overboard. Let me take, my, let me take that vision and throw it overboard. Let me take that, that dream and throw it overboard. Oh, that business. Let me throw that business to the side for a second. And they begin to throw their stuff overboard. So when the wrong people come around you on your boat, when the wrong thinking comes around you on your boat, when the wrong job comes around you, when the wrong move comes around you, when the, when the enemy puts the wrong partners around you in business, when those things, when they come around you on your boat, when I say boat, by the way, I mean inside of your life, not just acquaintances, you start losing stuff. The wrong people cause you to lose stuff. The wrong thinking causes you to lose stuff. So maybe you haven't experienced it but if you live life long enough, you're going to find that everyone comes along is not in your life for a blessing, right? You don't have to, f- to, to fear or live life mistrusting everyone. You shouldn't, but you, cause, because at the same time, God puts people in your life and he divine connections and relationships. But here's the thing. You should have enough discernment to know when you build a boat and sail out to sea, even some rats are going to find their way on the boat. Man, this is, this is a preach. <laughs> ah, all right. Go ahead. I'm going to stop right there for a second because A, we're almost out of time. <laughs> but B, I'm going to let you guys talk and then we'll talk about it. How many guys, would you guys like to talk about this tomorrow? Because look, I've got a lot of stuff here. And look, by the way, some of the, the best highlighted, see like, see these are the best highlighted parts of my notes. So not even, I haven't gotten to yet. So the, if you guys would like to talk about this tomorrow, good, good. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. Get off my boat part two. Like maybe we're, maybe we're titled like really, 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 really get off my boat. <laughs> Okay, how about that? We're going to title it, Really, 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 Really. Four reallys, get off my boat. <laughs> All right? Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I've definitely, you know, <clears throat> thinking back in times of my life, I definitely can identify times that, you know, God spoke to me directly. And I've definitely not only ignored, but just flat out been like, nah, I'm doing this. I'm doing my own thing. Mm. And, you know, what follows really is, a, it's not, I mean, you could say a storm, but it, it's really... Kayla wants the notes, by the way. Uh, okay. But um, it, it, it really is, it, you know, uh, the church I was at before the last one, um, I ignored God's voice. Um, he told me, to, he told me, you know, your time here is done mm-hmm. and you need to, you know, step away. I have you, you know, I have plans for you to be somewhere else. And I went, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm in charge. I'm the leader here. I can't just leave. You know, I can't leave the people here because they're not ready to take over. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I I can't do it. And I ended up staying a lot longer. And in the end, I probably burned anywhere from 10 to 12 friendships that I had. Um, I severed a lot of connections of people that I knew that I was on, you know, good ground with and people that I now haven't talked to in many, many years, not because I have anything against them, but God basically showed me, he's like, if you're not going to listen to me, then I'm going to force you out. Mm -hmm. And really that's what happened. I was at a point where it was like, I have no other choice but to leave. Right. And you you can't ignore what God's telling you to do. My destiny wasn't there anymore, but I kept basically going the opposite of what he was telling me. And it not only burned me, but it burned somebody else that I care about deeply in my life. Um, 
which led to anger and resentment for a while that I had to reconcile with Mm -hmm. and realize that, you know, my mistake is what caused this. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, you can't ignore it. Most of the time too, is we, we only have a couple of minutes left and most of the time, you know, I want you guys to really, really get this as we go. We will get into, uh, tomorrow will be really, 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 really get off my boat. And we'll do that tomorrow. But I want you to put this in, 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 even though it sounds like because of the way this story is framed, that it's a person, I want you really to look at it into, you know, it, 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 most of the time it's not, you know, but it's, it, it's a situation. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it could be fear, you know, um, is doubt on your boat, you know, fear on your boat is anxiety on your boat is sin on your boat is disobedience on your boat. Right. Um, these are the things that more, more, more often than not, it, this is what we're talking about is hesitation on your boat. You know, you've gone beyond discernment. You've gone beyond praying about it. You prayed about it and you've got confirmation after confirmation after confirmation, but yet you still haven't acted and moved. And then, so to know to do good and to not is sin. And so it's not, it's not sin like you murdered somebody or you committed adultery. It's sin of disobedience. And, and, and I, know that's, I know that's not something you always want to hear, but these things that are on our boat are stowaways. And so, storm, so storms, or I'm sorry, some of us aren't as happy as we should be because we've got some rats on our boat. Some of us don't have the peace that we should because somebody that shouldn't have or something that shouldn't have has jumped on our boat. And so it's a stowaway, a no ticket stowaway. Someone that's not supposed to be in your life, something that's not, that fear is not supposed to be in your life, that doubt is not supposed to be in your life, that anxiety, that sin, that disobedience. And here's the thing, you know, as we wrap this up, you know, I want to point out, <clears throat> you know, you need to, you, you, and before tomorrow, what I would say with the doubt, and I'm really hitting home on that, the doubt, the fear, the anxiety, the sin, the disobedience, right? The, 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 these things that really, really are plagues. I, I want us to go into their bedroom, so to speak, in our life, meaning the, the you know, the, the figuratively bedroom in our life. They're sleeping in, right? I promise you they're sleeping in right now. See, Jonah was sleeping while the storm was going on. Here are these people rowing and throwing and Jonah's asleep. And when he woke up, he, he you know, yeah, it's, it's me guys. But here's the deal. He was asleep. This sucker was sleeping. So I promise you the fear is not, is not, is not adding anything to your life. The doubt is not adding anything to your life. The disobedience, the sin is not adding anything to your life. The anxiety is not adding anything to your life. You know, the, this, this, this uh, job that, you know, you're, the security that you're holding on to, the poverty mindset that you're holding on to, these, these, the apprehension that you're holding on to, these things are not adding anything to your life. Matter of fact, if you go into the bedroom, the bedroom of life right now that you've given them, a place to shack up, I promise you they're sleeping right now. The cover's pulled up, snoring, and here it is, almost nine o'clock, and you've been busy at it, and they're sleeping. Yank, wake that sucker up, no ticket, stowaway. They're not supposed to be there, and make them walk the plank. Amen? Make them walk the plank. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Really, 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 really get off my boat. Amen. It's anything we're choosing over him. That was a great comment. Send the notes. Yes, I will, Kayla. Let's do it. Amen, Kevin. Uh, Dana, love it. Some other comments real quick. I just want to read them. Welcome. I hope, I pray, appreciate you guys. A distraction. Amen. Uh, Dana, amen. Eddie, amen. (laughs) (laughs) We got some amen. Kayla, we should ask for divine intervention. Amen. God's will, God's way, preach it. Mm, mm, 
Mm. Chelsea said that amen three times. She did like a triple three, like a, like a triple amen. She's doing a church dance right there. A why and a purpose. Love it. Any more? Um, good, morning. Good, morning. Good, morning. good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. So we're reading our we're like Benjamin Button of the podcast. We're reading them backwards. We go back in time. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. We're crazy. Thank you for this message. Need to hear this today. Me too. Me too. And I needed to hear it as well. We all do. Hope everyone has a blessed and beautiful day. The words of one of our listeners there. Hey, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Make sure you're here. Make sure you invite somebody because I promise you it's only going to get better. And yes, Kayla, we'll get these notes to you guys somehow. Kayla, to, uh, message um, Dave's profile, your uh, email address, and I'll send them over to you as soon as we got out of this podcast. Song of the Day is posted from Life Church. If you've never heard of them, great, great, great church. They are actually the uh, the original creators behind the Bible app that oh, everybody yeah. uses. Um, uh, actor, our pastor, uh, Greg Rochelle, mm -hmm. I think is the yeah. pa lead pastor of that church. Craig. Yeah. Craig, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but yep, it's from them. It's called I Give It All. It's a great, great, great song. Um, but yeah, you guys have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Really, 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 really happy for tomorrow.